Welcome to the Living a Naturally Healthy Life podcast with Delane ND, the podcast for people looking to correct chronic illnesses such as diabetes through lifestyle change. I'm Dr. Delane Vaughn. As a physician, I see many patients who are ill because of lifestyle decisions such as food choices. Typically, diseases such as diabetes are managed with pills or injections. This approach creates a vicious, expensive, and unhealthy cycle of medication and then more medication to address the negative side effects. As a physician and a life coach, I work with clients to resolve their diseases, get off their medications, and live a naturally healthy life. If you don't like the healthcare system in America, I recommend you use less of it by being naturally healthy. So if you feel there has to be a better, more natural way to live a healthy life, you are in the right place. Hello, and welcome to the Living a Naturally Healthy Life with Delane MD podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Delane Vaughn, and today I am coming to you from our vacation cabin in the Ozarks. So we do not own this cabin. This is a VRBO. Please don't think that that's what's going on, but I am staying at a lovely cabin this week. It is very remote. It's very much out in the country. There is a pool. Our kids have been swimming all week long. We've just been relaxing. It's been an amazing vacation. But the reason I'm telling you this is because you're going to hear a lot of strange things on this podcast. I'm sitting under an umbrella, which is getting blown by the wind, so it squeaks a lot. There is the wind, so there's that that you're hearing. There's a lot of animals. And more than that, there are a lot of children floating around. And although I've asked them to give me 15, 20 minutes to record this podcast for you, you just can't tell with kids what they're going to do. They're like like wild cannons. You don't know what, what's going to happen with them. So lastly, there are a lot of bugs and other wild creatures, including like a six-foot snake that was here as the welcoming committee. I think they're called bull snakes. They're black. They look, I don't know. I'm pretty sure they're called bull snakes. It was at least six feet. Check out my Instagram because I will be posting pictures, not only of the beautiful scenery, but also of the terrifying snakes. So that's what's going on with me. And that's why this recording and the audio um, quality on this recording may be a little less than what I typically do, but I wanted to get this recorded and I wanted to record it even from this spot because it's just so relaxing and peaceful. And so Anyway, that's where I'm at, and that's what you might be hearing in the background with me today. So today, I want to share with you one, first off, I want to share one of my clients' stories because I want to point out the difference between two attitudes that we tend to take towards our health, the attitude of what we're going to call the effort moment, which looks a lot like fit whenever I write it out, but it's not fit. It's not what I mean at all by the F. The F means something else, and it's an effort moment, and we've all had them. And that's one attitude that we take, and then there's another attitude that can match that, that can really fill in or replace your effort moments. And that attitude is really that of doubling down. So when we think of effort moments, I think everybody has had this experience. We tell ourselves that we are working really hard, that we're doing the work, that we're putting in the time, we're putting in the effort, we're depriving ourselves. This is the worst way we think of it, right? We're depriving ourselves of all these wonderful things that we used to eat or things that we think are wonderful that we used to eat that make us sick or that keep excess weight on us and we feel deprived and then we don't see the results that we want. That fasting blood sugar is still really annoyingly or stubbornly, stubbornly elevated, right? 
or the scale isn't doing what we expect it to. And instead of sticking with it, we get frustrated and we say F it and we throw in the towel and we binge on M&Ms or Ho-Ho's or pizza or potato chips or pick your poison, whatever that might be, right? So these F it moments get us into one, creating evidence that nothing's working, right? And typically I would say that F it moments, like we have a big F it moment where we have an evening where we binge on a bunch of food that we typically wouldn't eat. Or we have these little effort moments where we make uh, concessions. We make we give ourselves reasons to eat things that really are not in alignment with our goals. So maybe it's eating a little extra nuts, or maybe it's eating a little extra fruit, or maybe it's eating one or two extra chocolate squares when you told yourself you were only going to have one or two, and then you have another one or two, so you end up with four extra chocolate squares. All of this comes from this mindset that we're deserving of it, right? Like I've worked so hard lately. I totally deserve this. Or the other thought that comes into play, like, oh, this isn't going to make a difference. So it's totally okay, right? And this gives us this feeling of either we're entitled, like I've worked so hard, so I'm entitled to eat a little extra, or this little bit isn't going to make any difference anyway. It's totally fine. Like that we have this loss of accountability, right? Almost this victimization, like it doesn't matter what I do, it's going to the scale or the blood sugars are going to be whatever they're going to be, no matter what I do. So when we feel those feelings entitled, or like we're not the ones in control, when we feel those feelings, and we allow these actions of having these little effort moments, right, these little indulgences, of course, we create evidence, right? We create evidence that it doesn't matter what I do, even when I follow the plan, I don't see the results I want, right? Or this isn't going to matter. What I do isn't going to matter. And it does, like you're creating evidence, like what I do by eating the foods that I know are going to serve my body isn't going to matter. What's silently tacked on to that statement that you're not picking up is because I continue to overeat these other things, because I don't fully follow the commitment that I have to myself. It isn't going to matter because of these things. That's the part that you don't tack on, but silently it's totally there. It's totally tacked on. You have created evidence of this. When we feel like I've been so good, I deserve a little treat, that entitlement component, you get the result. I've been so good and I continue to have to work hard because I'm not seeing the results I want. I continue to have to eat in this way, be so good all of the time because because I'm not just looking at it as this is the way I eat to be healthy. You're looking at it as I am being so good. It's something above and beyond what I should have to do. And I deserve to have a treat for that. Verse, and then, of course, what the result is when you have the treat, the extra, the extra bites, the extra nuts, the extra fruit, the extra chocolate, what then you have to continue to do, the result is you continue to have to be so super good because you're not getting the results that you want. Or the fact of the matter is you can totally look at it as I'm being so quote unquote good, or you can look at it as this is the way I feed my body because it's what my body needs. When you look at it as this is the way I feed my body because it's what my body needs, there's no need to be entitled to a treat because you're just taking care of you, right? So those are the little, those are the thoughts that lead up actually to these big effort moments, right? If you're constantly having this friction built 
about, you know, I have to eat this way so that I can be, get the goal that I want. You know, I have to do it versus I get to eat this way because it serves my body. You constantly have that friction and you're going to constantly be building that friction. And then you totally want to have a big effort moment. You totally want to have this let loose. I'm going to eat everything inside. It's the whole bag of Oreos. It's the whole bag of potato chips. I'm going to eat a whole pizza, right? And you have those big effort moments. So I want to talk to you guys today about another approach, a different approach. Yes, you can change these thoughts. Absolutely. That's always going to be a beneficial approach to instead of saying, I have to eat good so I can reach my goal, which feels so coercive and so almost manipulative, this idea that I get to eat food that serves my body and I feel fabulous when I do. That just feels better. So yes, you, that's a great way to do it. But a stepping stone on that path is what I like to call doubling down. And I actually have an entire podcast, podcast number 20, I think, about doubling down. But recognizing like doubling down is the recommitment. It's the strengthening of your commitment to a strategy, to a course of action, to what you have been doing even when you're not seeing the results you were hoping to see, okay? Doubling down is the saying, I'm going to stick to this no matter what. I'm going to keep sticking to this until I see the results I want to see. And if you're having the feeling of wanting to have an effort moment, which we all do like and recognize, like, we say that we just wake up, you know, finished a bag of Oreos and a bag of chips and chocolate smeared in our hair and we're just, I didn't know what happened. No, you know what happened. There was a moment before you gave that effort moment your action, right? Before you gave that effort moment the power, there were thoughts that came to it. And I want you to be aware of those thoughts because that's really where you have the power to change the action. And in that awareness, when you are in the aware component, the awareness component of your thought that is talking you into the effort moment, instead of going down that path, changing that thought to know I'm going to double down. I am going to double down. I'm going to be more stubborn. I'm going to stick it out, right? So I always liken this to parenting. I know I, I use parenting as an example frequently, and it's because really that's what we're doing. We are parenting ourselves, our brains. We are now the parent. We are the one that has to do what's in our best interest at all times, okay? If you think of it the same way you would parenting, you double down in parenting all of the time. If you have a toddler that's pitching a fit for candy in the store aisle, which is my typical example, or you have a toddler that's pitching a fit about not giving them a marker or something, they, a toy they want to play with, or you have a toddler that's pitching a fit about having to go and get in the car when they don't want to be in the car seat, they want to do something else. You have two options. You can totally give in to the toddler's pitching of the fit, right? Like you can do that, but that's not going to get you where you want to be with your toddler, right? That isn't going to teach your toddler that sometimes we just have to get in the car and go to daycare or we have to get in the car and go to school even when we want to still watch whatever show we were watching, right? You double down on that. Sure, there's a part of your brain that's like, oh, let's just give in. I'm sick of the fight. I don't want to do it. I feel like a bad parent. I hate it when they cry. It makes me feel sad. We have all these thoughts. Those are real. But we double down on the expectation of our children, right? We do this with teenagers all of the time. 
When your teenager comes to you and says, hey, mom, I want to go to this party at that kid's house. Oh, son, is that the kid that just got in trouble with the police for drinking underage? Yes, mom, that's totally the kid that got in trouble for drinking underage. And you say, heck no, I'm not letting you go to that party. That's a bad decision. And then your teenager comes to you and says, you are the worst parent ever. You don't care about my social life. You don't want me to have any friends. This is horrible, right? That's what happens. Do you just give in and say, okay, kiddo, go ahead and go to the party with that kid. I'm sure it's going to be fine. No, you double down on your commitment to your kiddo because you know you have their best interest in mind. Even if your kiddo isn't going to be drinking at the party, you don't want your kid to be there when the police come to this party and the kid, the friend that they want to go to their house gets in trouble for a second time for drinking underage. You don't want your kiddo involved with that. So you make the best decision and you double down on your commitment to your kid even when they're telling you. You're not serving my best interest. You're not doing what's best for me. You're not thinking of me. This is horrible and you're awful. Even when your kids are telling you that, you double down on your commitment to doing what your child, what you know your child needs. This is just how it works, right? We do this all the time with parenting. And this is what you have to do with your commitment to yourself and with your goals. You double down to them. Because when you make that double down commitment, when you double down and you recommit to the strategy, that is when you're going to start seeing results. That's the thing, right? You come to a fork in the road. On one side, the left side is going to be the effort moment and the right side of the fork will be the doing it, the doubling down moment, right? If you stay with the doubling down, that is how you get the results that you have been desiring. So I want to share with you um, the results that one of my clients got. Um, this is my client, Michelle. Her and I have been working together for about four months and her progress has been steady, but slow. On more than one time in our four months together, she has had to really reevaluate and double down on her commitment, make a small change, make a small tweak in the direction towards her goal to see results that she's gotten. She could have totally taken an effort moment and been like, screw this. I ain't doing it. I'm not seeing the results I want. This is baloney. It's not working for me. I'm going to throw in the towel and eat a bag of Doritos. She could have totally done that on multiple times. But instead, she makes one small tweak and she sees huge results from it. So when she started with me, her first log in April, like exactly almost four months ago, read 168 pounds. That was her first weight logged with me. As of today, her weight log was 147. So over four months, she's lost over 20 pounds, 21, 22, depending on the day. And each log, she's making these small changes, right? Like one of the changes was, I want you to really look at, and this was something I helped her with. I said, yeah, let's look at the actual quantities you're eating. I don't want you to record your quantities for the rest of your life, but I do want you to record your quantities for the next week. And the realization that she got with that, the doubling down, was the sticking to the plan, sticking exactly to what she's been doing, but just looking at the data of the quantity of food she was eating. And she had a big weight loss in that week. I think it was two or three pounds in that week she lost, right? And most recently, 
she's had a similar experience where she has said, I think I need to really hone in on my hunger scale. And so she's really, really started to hone in over the last one to two weeks on that hunger scale. And she saw a five pound weight loss. I mean, like if we look at the top number from where she was two weeks ago to where her lowest number has been, there's at least five pounds in that, six pounds, I would think, if I went back and looked at her data. But because she doubled down on her strategy, she sees these huge gains, these huge gains, these huge advances towards her goals. So these huge losses really is what she's seeing. And it all comes from that doubling down on her strategy. Nothing's new. She doesn't throw in the towel and decide that doing what she's doing isn't working at all and go for Doritos and pizza. She doesn't do any of that. She makes a very small change and really, it's a doubling down of what she sh- has already been doing, but she really hones in on that, and she sees these huge advances in her results by doing that. And so that's what I want to challenge you to do. I really want to challenge you to see that when you're having these thoughts of these effort moments, you are at the crux move. You are at the crux point. This is where the big changes happen. You can totally have an effort moment and throw in the towel and eat Doritos and pizza, but you're not going to move any closer to your results that way, any closer to your goal that way. Instead, I would challenge you to double down. Really get specific about what you're doing and which component of it you want to do more of, not less of, which component you want to do more of and do that for a week and see where it gets you. Commit to it for seven days. See where it gets you. I will guarantee you it is going to get you much closer to your goal versus throwing in the towel and having an effort moment is not going to get you any closer. It's going to move you farther away from your goal. So that's my challenge to you today. I hope the audio quality here hasn't been too horrible as occasionally I like look around myself to make sure there's no large snakes hanging out with me. I hope you find this helpful. If you have any questions, certainly you know how to get a hold of me. You can email Delane at DelaneMD.com. I'm happy to answer any questions you have. If you're interested in working with me, if you think that you need help with this, not only developing how it's going to work, I need help developing a, a goal. I need help developing my strategy to get to my goal. And then I need continuous help on that doubling down component. This is what I do with folks. This is how I help them. I We do this in my diabetic class clients with their diabetes, their blood sugars, right? Those fasting blood sugars are the most challenging ones and people see them and they get frustrated and they want to throw in the towel. Nope, we double down at that. Okay, let's make these small tweaks to what we're doing and see if that doesn't help. It's not about throwing in the towel and eating cake and ice cream all day long. That's never going to get you there. My weight loss clients, they see the same thing. It's not about throwing in the towel and just eating whatever you want. That is not going to get you to your goal. It's really about doubling down on your commitment, on your strategy, and really honing in on one part of it that you're really going to look at. That's what's going to get you to your goal. So I hope you found this helpful. I will be back next week with another podcast. I think what I'm going to be doing next week is going to be about relationships and what we call manual work and how we get to take control and we get to take the power over our emotions back because I've been seeing that come up with a number of my different clients recently. So I really want to maybe go into that a little more deeply. So look for that next week and I will talk to you then. Have a great week. Bye-bye. 
Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe and share with your friends and family. Also, leave me a review. If you want to resolve your diabetes naturally without any pills or injections, I can help you. Visit DelaneMD.com for more information. Click on the Work With Me tab, send me a message, and we can set up a mini coaching session. You guys have a great week. I'll talk to you soon.